Meet Megan. Hi. A professional wedding photographer and professional wedding planner, Emily. Hey there. Together with 20 years experience in planning, designing and shooting all things wedding, they'll discuss how it's so much more than pretty pictures and a fun party. Welcome to Wedding Therapy, a podcast exploring why it is that weddings bring out the best and worst in people and how to navigate relationships and conflicts during the wedding planning process and beyond. Hello, and welcome to the Wedding Therapy Podcast. That's your host, Megan Lubeck. That's your other host, Emily Sutherland. We are in my kitchen. (laughs) Another week, another podcast, and we have one of my favorite humans on the planet, which I maybe said that last week with Rainy, but it's also (laughs) true. I have a lot of favorite humans on the planet. Um, We have Pinky, who is florist extraordinaire, in the kitchen today. You're making me blush. <laughs> um, I met Pinky, how many, was it two, three years? I think it was only like two and a half years ago. Two and ago. a half years ago, which is nuts. Yeah. I feel like I've known you forever. I, I mean, um, it was natural from the start. It was. It was, good. <laughs> it was um, I did a wedding, but they had already hired you. Yes. So I was just kind of like, oh, I guess. But I think I'm- we'd been like kind of spying on each other through Instagram yeah, yeah, for yeah. a little while. How I was like, goes. I know her. I'm excited to work with yes, her. Yes, and yeah. same. I was like, because when they, I, as I do, I'm asking for contracts and I got yours. And I was like, you know, you have a unique name. And I was like, <laughs> not many people with a pinky <laughs> and a lark involved. Yes, which I love because it's lark. I never say it right. Lark Farnham. That's correct. One word. One. Yeah. Well, Lark is my first name officially given birth. Oh. Pinky. I nicknamed myself when I was two. Oh. And my, my parents gosh. thought it was funny. And now I'm almost 33. And they were like, we're, you're locked in. They, yeah. I mean, they were just like, she'll figure it out. Uh, and I didn't. And then Farnham is my last name. So, Farnham. Got so Lark it. Farnham is legal name. I love the name Wait, Lark. Do you like it now? I love it. I'm Wait. really sad. Did you not know this? I, my mind is Oh, right now. I I, literally yesterday, because we had a meeting. Yeah, yeah. To tell the world. We had a meeting last night. So it's a week of pinky. Um, So my husband is not home all the time. And when he is home, he's like, so what are you doing? What's going on? And so I was like, I have a meeting with pinky. And he looked at me and I was like, yes, that's her real name, pinky. I was like, that's what her (laughs) parents named her. And he was just like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah. And I, have we talked about this? We have the power of names. Yes. I'm obsessed love, yes. with the power of names. Mm-hmm. And I literally did a whole mini rant on it. I was like, her name is Pinky, and she literally is Pinky. And I was like, it just makes sense that her parents named her that because <laughs> her essence is Pinky. And now I feel really dumb. Her <laughs> mind is blown. Uh, so but I also feel like you look like a lark. Yeah. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. I love she's that telling, for you. I love larks too. It's. You know, it was like too late to try to transition back. And my husband, who I've been with since we were 17. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so for 16. He's like, no, you're changing. He, well, his name is Mark. So it's too much to be oh, Mark and Lark. And no I hear way. where it's too much. So That is a lot. So Pinky, we're just sticking with it. We're, we're really embracing it. the childhood essence of the whole vibe. Well, and it's crazy because you're telling this story. And I'm like, 
you're totally a lark. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like all the reasonings I use for Pinky, yes. I'm now switching over. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that you didn't know this. Yeah, that's that's the vibe. I legit thought Lark Farnham was your last name. Uh-uh. And that's why I was like, I wonder if it's a hyphen or if it's one word. No, or... Lark is, my parents gave me this incredible name and I was just like, <laughs> sorry guys. I'm pink. I think I had been Cinderella and Wendy before that. I was going oh, through some sort of two-year-old crisis to... and they were just like, this is not going to last. And and now here you are. 31 years later. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, guys. It is genius for a floral I mean, name. Or no, you don't have Pinky in the, your business name. It's no, Lark Farnham Designs. Lark Farnham Designs. Oh. Wow, I really just like hijacked that intro. No. <laughs> we went on no, all you the, know what? It needed to be because clearly needed, I had no idea what now, it was now the world, about. Now the world will know. And I think people just like people don't know what to do with any of it. So as many times as I can clarify it for people is a good thing. You know why I think I just blindly trusted because I think our client, our first client, they had said, "Oh yeah, this is our florist. We're actually friends with her. Mm-hmm. Her name is Pinky." Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they were clients who just googled you and found you. They had a relationship with you right. prior, and I was like, "Oh." Her name is Pinky. That's they it. just, they... I took it as face yeah. value, and I, mean, I literally didn't ask any questions. <laughs> well, I like it. I like that you can still, like, like or, or embrace someone it. who's a professional in 2019 oh, with the name Pinky. I believed like, it <laughs> to my we core. Go. In fact, I've probably told this story to at least a dozen <laughs> people in my life. Where I was like... I like it. Yeah, I'm working with Pinky. It's her name. It's and her because name. I Basically talk about is. names so much, I really just jumped the gun. Assumed <laughs> I really like it. I like it. I, li- I like that you believe it all. I know. And we can embrace both. I love the name Lark. Isn't it good? I it's get, so pretty. I know. I'm I know. such a jerk. No. I, like, I feel it's it's pretty bad. My parents like were extremely thoughtful and creative. <laughs> and I was just like, there was another girl in my nursery school who had the same name. No way. So there were two. She That's was Larkin. And we were both like Larky because we were two. And I just came home after meeting her one day and I was like, not my name. My name's Pinky. And my parents were like, mm-hmm. I love the individuality yes. of that, though. I was Even at a young age, I had a like, I'm my own personality person. my whole life. You would life. think that being named Lark would be individual enough, but yeah, apparently it didn't work. those parents. Pasadena in 1986 <laughs> was rolling with people wanting to name their kids Lark. Yeah, I guess that doesn't surprise me. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, I have literally the most white girl 1980s But the name. EE makes yeah. it unique. I don't know many yeah. EEs. The EE does make it unique. However, because Emily with a Y is so universally, I think I'm probably saying this wrong. We should do a fact check. But Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that from like 1982 to literally like 2012, Emily was the number one name in America. So, Emily's and Kate's, I feel yeah, like, are it, just... So we're really on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> Lark was not unique enough. I had to go, like, down into this other space. Of, you know, like, also two-year-olds, you know, what are your favorite colors? Pink and purple. And right. And I think mine was pink, purple, and all the colors of the rainbow was my answer to that question. I feel like it's still the same. I, yeah, story. the vibe is, yeah, I mean, color. If you look at my Instagram, it's, you know... I was at Pinky's house last night. We were doing a table mock-up, and uh, I, I forgot a white plate. I don't know why. That was like the most classic thing. And I was like, Pinky, you have a white plate. Show. I don't own any white plates. And she looks at me, no, not even close. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> like my my plates are aqua or uh, white with like many different flowers on them. The it's whitest very... plate she had, which correct me if I'm wrong, it looked like an anthropology plate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think so. It was mm-hmm. white. 
in its core. Yeah, the base. But it was just filled with flowers and mm-hmm. birds, and it was a anemones. It was like, yeah. Was, yeah, I'm a flower girl. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yep, that's not going to work. <laughs> I'm very on brand. I'm wearing you, a floral you dress. You are on brand, yeah. <laughs> wearing, that's my whole, it's an essence that I created before this was my job. It just like, it was the whole deal. Well, that's a great segue, because yeah, we want to talk to you. We, I feel like I could talk to you about your name for an hour. But yeah, do people know I'm a floral designer? Do we, even, I know, do we just go straight into like, what's your name? What's the deal here? Uh, I know, so... Now that we've established who you are <laughs> and your legal name, um, tell us about your business, how you got All into right. it, what it's about. We're talking a lot about your brand, yep. but since this is a very non-visual format, yeah. maybe you could describe it a little bit. For too. sure. Okay, so uh, Lark Farm Design is a floral company. I started full-time five years ago. Um, I had been oh. in the... Yeah, so not like that. So I had been doing it on the side for a while. Um, I graduated college in 2009, the worst year. Yep. Same as you. Same uh, worst time to enter the real world. Mm-hmm. And I uh, thought I wanted to do fashion design and worked with... Oh, that makes sense too uh, for you. Myriad of... I don't think that's the correct English. Uh, whatever. Many yeah. different... Uh, fashion designers and did you really I, yeah I kind of I did you know what interned and that's like? sort of very eye-opening and and made me realize that's not a world I really want to be in oh, so um, it wasn't like the hills no it, well I wasn't it wasn't as high profile oh, I wasn't yeah. you know I wasn't schlepping it at 17 or what, what where were they at uh, Teen Vogue Teen Vogue I wasn't at right. Teen Vogue okay. uh, I was with like some lady in Eagle Rock helping her organize her garage and that, like because she'd had <laughs> one collection that sold to um <laughs> Fred Siegel. Uh, and then, like, helping cool, design. Huh? Yeah. I helped design a line. I don't know that it ever got produced. I got out of there quickly enough. Oh. I did some costume design work when I was in college. That's kind of what I thought I was going to do as well. Oh, cool. Um, and then, you know, just job after job. Wasn't sure. Like, realized that it was not the world I necessarily want to be in. But okay. um, I started working at Anthropology, That also doing is on brand display and uh, sales. So I did, like, the holiday windows and all that sort of stuff. But then also um, was dealing with people on the floor. And okay. I like human connection. So I think that was, you know, I like talking mm-hmm. to people in general. Um, and that was great experience and definitely interesting, but it's certainly like, it seems like it's all really, uh, creative and one-off, but it's definitely like under a corporate guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna um, ask, ask you about that because I took an art class in college and we had, um, I can't remember if the teacher was an ex-anthropology designer or if we, she was just a, like a guest lecturer. It was so many years ago, yeah. but um, she was like a creative director for anthropology. Yeah. So um, she was part of the teams, like creating the main thing, which that is got like an incredible down. job. And that was kind of when I started there. I was like, maybe this is the direction but I want to go. She was in. saying it was really hard mm-hmm. because she also was bound mm-hmm. by certain rules. Right. Um, so it wasn't like she was a true like could do whatever she wanted. Right. And then every season. They had a rule that everything had to be tossed. Mm-hmm. They didn't want. There's nothing sustainable yeah. about. The, I mean, the floral industry is also a right, tough right, one to right. keep sustainable as well. Um, it's it's an interesting. It's a totally interesting business model. It was great to kind of learn. I think that helped me learn how to cater my own artistic and design sense to a client. The client in that case being like the corporate mm-hmm. right. vibe, but then kind of bringing that to what I do now, like. I definitely have a very strong design sense and 
you know, know how I want things to look, totally. but you also have to cater them to the way that a client wants mm-hmm. their wedding to look and exactly. and help guide them along in a way that's, you know, that makes sense and isn't effective, but still like maintaining a brand. So I think that it was super yeah. helpful to do that. Um, and while I was there, I, on the side, started helping this woman who, you know, has a great business and she was doing florals. And I just basically was helping her set up weddings. Um, so I wasn't even really doing the flowers. I was just there helping set the stuff, getting hands. in the, yeah, getting, getting in the door, learning how events run. And through her, I met um, Amy Noel Frazier and Neil Frazier at Vibiana. Uh. Right after they started, um, they had kind of taken over the space and were starting catering there. It was before Redbird, the restaurant opened. Uh. Um, and Amy and I met and we were just like, I love you. Yeah. Like to both, just like we just kind of had this great connection to start. I love it. Um, and she approached me and she was like, "Look, I'm you know I really am building a team here. Um, I feel like our vibes really mix." She was also kind of in the fine arts and that world. Um, I'm just very similar. We were both like wearing crazy outfits and we're like, "Okay, great, this works." Um, I love it. <laughs> and so she hired me just as like an office assistant, and um, I was like helping book all of the um, like clients coming in to meet with the right. sales directors and all that sort of thing. And then kind of kept growing that role. And she brought me in to do more design stuff. And I would kind of come in and help set up some of the events. You know, if we were doing design elements there, I would help with that. And then I became an events manager there. Okay. Um, so I was in a, if people aren't familiar, it's a beautiful space in downtown LA, the former Catholic cathedral. Mm-hmm. Um, great. And they have their own in-house catering and it was amazing. And like, definitely if you want to get thrown into the fire fast, oh, <laughs> working yeah. there was, and to like learn every aspect well, and of events. they're only really doing high end events. Very high end. And this was with- high stress, high pressure. Correct. Lots of money at stake. Lots. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was gradual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, and and on the side, so I took this job while I had uh, like started to book my own weddings, doing flowers. Oh. So I like through that. friends of friends, like they were just like, I hear you're doing this. My friend is getting married. Would you? So I was just kind of like doing that on the side. I'd learned from these other people, and you know, and I'm also my grandma was a florist. Like, oh. bef- like in World War II, she met my grandfather when he was a photographer in Long Beach, and she was the florist in the floral shop. Like. Wow. 1941. Uh, and and then my mom is a landscape architect who owned, owns her own business in Pasadena. And so she does like gardens and all that sort of stuff. And oh my gosh. I so I grew up with like, she's, so she's unbelievable. And I grew up going with her to meetings and watching her deal with clients, the good and the bad yes. of that. Wow. Uh, and the design. Life experience. Yeah. So, and I always knew I kind of wanted to have my own business. So while I took this job with Viviana and it was great and like, wouldn't trade it for the world because I learned so much. I always knew that, like, I wasn't, I don't really have the the vibe of, like, you know, working forever mm-hmm. someplace where they're, you know, where I'm not kind of creating my own destiny, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Amy, I think, kind of, they, they knew that when I came in. Like, the day that I, I finally just, my business started to grow on the side and, you know, balancing yeah. doing weddings for people while also managing this pretty intense job yeah. uh, and working many, many hours and, um, you know, and it, it wasn't necessarily like the best fit for me emotionally. Well, like I'm just a little too like creative and I like seeing my husband and like hanging out yeah. with people and like having a life and <laughs> totally. not that you can't do that when you are an event manager. Yeah. I have all the respect in the world, but um, I think I just definitely like realized the creative world was where I needed to be. And so because I had this opportunity of you know, kind of building a portfolio and building a business yeah. on the side when I finally decided to start my own business in 2000. 
2014. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> so it doesn't, I guess you guys have both been doing this even longer, but like 2014, it still just feels like it's been a million years. Right. Um, oh Full time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a great like backbone and, and base to go from. Um, and then, you know, from there, just kind of building design sense. And, and I was, uh, I worked for my mom, who was a landscape architect for a while. So kind of like incorporating that aspect of design and knowledge of like California native plants and all different sorts of things, not just what's down at the flower mart, I think mm-hmm. was really important. And I would say that is something you do really well. Thank and you. I now I've never known that about your yeah. mom. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've yet to do a wedding with you that doesn't have something like weird that stuff. element. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. It's like, I like to, I like to bring weird, like not yeah. weird, but just unique. Different. I don't know. Different. I had like four different types of fruit in the meeting that we did yesterday in the arrangements. Like I just, I like to incorporate. She put and pistachios in the, in the arrangements. <laughs> Which and is not like, a like people are doing it. I'm not the only person out there, but. Okay, well. I, that's so cool. I, I, I legit I thought they were dried leaves. And she's like, well. Asking the bride, like, now, what do you think? I did put pistachios in there. <laughs> and I wasn't, I was paying attention, yeah. but it wasn't, like, kind of my part. Right. And I heard pistachios, and I was like, wait, what? What'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> what are they, like, and they look different. They don't look like they do. Yeah, They're, not, like, this cool pink color, whatever. I, I like to incorporate just things that you can find. And um, I used to live right next door to Occidental College, and I would uh, wander onto campus often and cut stuff <laughs> down. Oh, oh my It's this high, you know, uh top secret don't don't pass this information along to public safety but uh, I would go up there and just like cut stuff from the the grounds uh and (laughs) add them into a range just like to add some extra texture and stuff beyond like of what you would see uh yeah and also so yeah so that's I had a a bride of years back she really loved I don't know how do you say it bougainvillea 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I always feel like I'm gonna say booger I mean, people, you can say bougainvillea, people say that, it's, there's so, it's you're never going to be wrong. Yeah. Anyway, she really, really loved that pink mm-hmm. and she really wanted the ju- juxtaposition of like woods, dark navies, mm-hmm. dark golds, and then this pop of pink. Mm-hmm. And she was like, is that, I know it's kind of like a bush slash like yeah. weed no, here in California, but so we were trying to figure out how to get it for her wedding and I ended up planting two bushes in my backyard because I was like if the because I forget who our florist was and I feel really bad about that it wasn't you it wasn't um but it was kind of like I don't know if I'll be able to get as much of it as she needs and so I was like all right and this was like you know 10 months before a wedding I was like I'm just gonna plant a bunch of it in my yard very brave and then worst case scenario I'll cut it all down literally the night before right and at least we'll have be some. able to work with something. Yeah. And that was the only time I had ever done <laughs> Or yeah. like, that was the only time I had had a client who was like, I want something more that's like seen on the streets of Right. LA. And you would never sell that at the flower mart because it lasts for like four minutes. Well, you might even cut it down the morning of the wedding and it may not make it. That was what our florist said. It. She was mm-hmm. like, I can't get this at the flower mart. Mm-hmm. So we're at the mercy of like, what I forget what she had said. And that's why yeah. I was like, okay, well then... The only way to for sure know we'll have it is if right. I'm growing it in my yard. And right. it's so funny now because I see a lot of people using mm-hmm. it in weddings. But four or five Trend years better. ago. <laughs> no, it was totally my bride, not me. But I was like, that it, it, 
I just love utilizing things that are around us every yeah. day. And I do feel like you do that a lot. I really, I mean, I try to, and I try to, I was an art history major in college. So I think that also that like also is very sense. much like lends itself to my style. Like, I, if I had to describe it, it would be, you know, very lush. De- I'm definitely a maximalist when it comes to flowers. Like people, I'll even have brides be like, I want a really small bouquet. And I'm like, well, I'll try. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, just I like to have a lot She's of different like elements. Yeah, like I am. <laughs> or like, like I'll bring arrangements to the, the event and like the, the planners will be like, whoa, it's huge. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I like to incorporate a lot of different things and I want to have all different textures and, yeah. um, and you do that very, uh, very well. Thank you. Uh, I try. It's definitely, it's not as easy as it seems. I think people think like just stuffing things in a vase. How hard can it be? And it's oh, definitely so hard doing it in a I way that even arrange the flowers I get from Trader Joe's. Like I try Same. to put them in the vase yeah. nicely. And I'm like, I, every time I'm just like, I'm not a florist. It's which is fine. Like, and that's also why I have a job. Like stay in your lane, know yeah. what you can do. <laughs> so true. And so true. If I, like, I, I can't photograph, look at my Instagram. Like, <laughs> like what, where do I center this picture? Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's, um, it's definitely like and each arrangement I really try to focus on each one as a separate piece and making mm. them each feel unique artful special um I like that and artful. like and kind of searching like when I'm teaching uh, if a freelancer is working with me the way that I try to describe working through it and how to for them to create the style that I'm working with is like I want guests at a wedding to be able to look into an arrangement and like explore like, I want them to find, like, deep down there might be something else that they're not even noticing on face value, like, right in front mm. of them, like, kind of peering in and seeing different textures and pieces that maybe from another angle you won't be able to see at all. And that's kind of how I try to work. And, and it, doesn't always, it doesn't always work for each style of right, right, uh, right. wedding. But, like, my dream weddings are the ones where I can put just all different sorts of things in and, and play. That is so interesting because I feel like a lot of times – not like not any particular florist, but oftentimes they're creating a front, mm-hmm. and the rest is yes. which is also great. Like it's there, fine. there are people who there are all different styles out there, and right. that's why there there are all different clients. Right. When someone asks me to create like a ball of white flowers, I'm going to say that's beautiful. It's not me. Uh, not even is it not me. I am terrible at that. I can't. Oh. Symmetry is not in my. I can't create something that's a circle. Like I just. Oh, Like a bride ball. Like right. a, a bouquet. I. Uh, I don't. It's, well, and it's I not in my. Say, like when wheelhouse. you said artful, that is very much. I I feel like the best way to describe your work. Well, it's you. very artful. Thank um, you. Um, I could see what you do extending way beyond weddings. Yeah. Just because. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Anyway, well, and it is interesting. I try. I mean, I try like, to be. It doesn't it's always. It's always pretty, but it's always interesting. And there are, like, people who are doing, like, even crazier stuff. I mean, I think we're going to go into, like, trends and all that oh, later. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm definitely, like, I don't know that I'm a trendy person. I just try to, I, I do what I like. Yeah. And then, or, and then, but also tailor it to whatever the wedding is. So, well, so yeah. let's just, what are, like, let's just jump in. What are okay. trends that you're loving, that you're so, seeing, maybe trends you don't like? Well, okay. So, I, again, I wouldn't necessarily say that I try to follow trends right. at all. Because I don't want someone to look at their wedding in 10 years and say, like, oh, man. Right. No expletives here. I was about to say one. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, why did I do this? Right. In two, it, this looks like 2019. Yeah. 
I don't want my wedding to look like it's a specific time. Do you have an example of that? I'm having a hard time well, thinking of what would I be. even Well, we even had a bride last night. Oh, no. You're good. You're okay. good. Yeah. We even had, who said, you know, she didn't want to use the little um, gold hexagons oh. in her wedding because she didn't want it to feel like it was the trend of the moment. And yes. like, and while that, I think that's great, and I, I like to use those too, but uh-huh. I don't, I don't think you want to look at a bridal blog and like and know that it was from a specific time like 100 does that make sense i don't know totally Totally. and and there's i'm just trying to think of flowers i'm like is there a flower that you could look at or maybe it's more more of a style style. like an arrangement so right now like dyed painted and um bleached florals are huge yes they're like and someone was describing it to me who's not in the wedding industry like everything looks dead right now <laughs> like <laughs> you look at these things and they just look dead and i was like i and i think it that's really cool right i commend people who kind of think outside the box yeah. are pushing mm-hmm. what is on the edge of like right. as with fashion with florals in the weddings i wouldn't say that i'm really that person i think i just do what i kind of like mm-hmm. and my style is very specific. It's very lush. It's very, in general, colorful, but not always. I do a lot right. of green and white weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm doing that, I want to add texture in a way that's not just like white roses mm-hmm. and peonies and right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I I love these trends. And again, like this one right now, the color either painted or yeah. dyed or well, bleached. I got to go with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Which we went that down was, to the flower mart and like it, it's that was always eye opening. I think also. I don't know. I think advice that I have for anyone who's interested in flowers at all, be they a planner, a bride, anything, like just go down and see what you like and what you're drawn to and then kind of bring that knowledge back with you. Yeah, um, for Even sure. for you, like I think that was exciting for you to think of when you're even talking totally. with florals or brides in the future, like what the options are. And Well, the most eye-opening thing to me was how expensive everything was. Yes. Uh, yes. I was like, <laughs> that is. I was like, Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So I was down there. I mm-hmm. was doing a fun little project for my mm-hmm. sister who's a hairstylist. And so. Easy became like $300 for oh, like a few things. I well, Now she knows how much I spent on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, no, that was no, no, no. just a number. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Um, yeah. So I wanted to do like a fun little creative direction style shoot for her to get some content for her business. Yeah. And um, a dear friend of mine was shooting it. And I was like, you know what? I think it'd be really fun if I went and incorporated some florals into it. And so hit up Pinky. She graciously went with me. Oh, it was so fun. It was great. Yeah. I saw so many dyed things. But I will say it was interesting because, and this is where hiring a professional is so key. Mm -hmm. So I would like to think that I have a creative eye. and Which you definitely do. Thank you. And I am not generally swayed by trends either. I like to really just think outside the box and do what makes sense for my couple. Um, And I feel like on places like Instagram and Pinterest, I can look at florals, like done florals, and be like, I like that. I like that style. Or I don't like that. I don't like that style, which I'm sure you see weddings all the time. You're like, oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Or, wow, these florals are crazy. But when you're at the flower mart, everything's bundled together. Mm -hmm. And it was very, I mean, you saw me walk in circles. I went back to the same things like three times. It's very, very hard to visualize what all these separate components Mm -hmm. will look like all together. together. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because with things like, like, I know we keep referencing our meeting last night, but like 
when I go into a rental showroom, I can look at plates, chargers, right, flatware, and I can see it. Mm-hmm. And I can pull things, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I know exactly how this is going to look. When I was at the Floral Mart, I was utterly overwhelmed. I was just like... Because everything's kind of organized by style. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the ranunculus are together, all the roses together. And I kept walking in circles because I was trying to – I was like, okay, I think I like this flower. And so I'm holding it. And then I'm, like, <laughs> holding it next to these other bundles. Yeah. But, again, they're two separate bundles. I'm looking at Pinky. I'm like, what do you think? What do we do? <laughs> It was so hard. It's, it's over – I think it's overwhelming. And there's it so is. much. So I think that's why I, you know, I have the flowers that I usually like, like kind of my base flowers that I use all the time. I, mm-hmm. There's an amazing rose grower up in Santa Inez, uh, Grace Rose Farm, who does these beautiful organic roses. So, like, I like to use her as much as possible. Uh-huh. I don't always get to. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I love a garden rose. People will come to me and they say, I hate roses. I was like, well, you hate the Vons roses that exactly. are tightly wound yes. in that, you know, that straight white or yeah. red. Yeah. Um, but to me, like, garden roses are something I kind of just fall back on They're all the great. time is just like a beautiful starting point and then you can go in so many different directions do you incorporate fruit do you incorporate right. you know what textures of greenery and and I think an eye for editing while I say I'm a maximalist and I like to add a lot in you have to kind of know when to stop and mm-hmm. to pull things out and to pull away because yeah. it can start to get messy and yeah. Um, and just that also comes with experience. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that I grew up with a landscape architect mother and helped her do her planting plans and then kind of did fashion and all these other designy things yeah. helped me learn about editing and pulling back as well. Because even, you know, my inclination is to go nuts, uh-huh. but maybe it gets too full or too crazy and too many colors and, and just knowing what works and color theory is something that's really important and something mm-hmm. I learned, you know, in college and art classes and art history classes. But then popping outside of that and maybe adding something and that's mm. unexpected but in a way that makes sense so I think it's a very I don't know it's a very interesting thing yeah. to work in and then you mentioned cost and cost of flowers is something that's just such a misconception you look on the internet and it's like wedding flowers cost 1500 dollars oh my gosh um and who's saying I, that I, I don't insane. know but the you knot. truly you look it's <laughs> true oh, I know. um and I mean <laughs> the beyond <laughs> the cost of like wholesale florals we live in Los Angeles yes we all know like Mm -hmm. that's just being a wedding vendor in Los Angeles costs more because it's cost of living Uh um the cost of freelancers labor not only on the day of the wedding but leading up to it I mean I used to try to do all the flowers for a wedding on my own leading up to it I mean that was kind of in the beginning of the business and now I mean I lose my mind I need people to come in and help me and process flowers how many days early do you prep flowers before two or three is when we start but then I'm prepping vases before that candle like you know it's like a whole week of getting it all ready and then florals so if you have two weddings in one weekend Mm -hmm. you're Mm -hmm. Monday through Friday (laughs) dawn to yeah and because it's a dying a living but dying process Product, right. it's hard to keep yeah. it alive and so you also have to count for having extras in case I've had buckets upon buckets die at weddings just oh you know you gosh. pull things for an installation it's hot outside you try to keep it in the shade yeah. so you have to be prepared kind of for anything to happen because you're dealing with a living product it's not just can I ask you a question about yeah, that of course I, th- this may be really dumb but no no <laughs> there are no dumb questions literally here. in my brain comparing it to fruit at the store mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah is it the same thing where like if a flower dies earlier than you expected is it because potentially the person like cut it 
like longer ago than they claimed they did where like it's older than you are used to for sure like stuff, I mean does stuff like that I happen? think that do they even tell you that no I mean I'll know when things are delivered and, and for a wedding I'll usually oh. order most of the components ahead of time so I know they're right. only being delivered you know kind of day of day before when I'm picking it up got it um but that's not always the case and they'll warn me sometimes I'll pull things and I'll be like I love the color of this and I'm like yeah because it's about to die because you know they get like they look more most beautiful right before they die so that's another thing you don't oh. want things to be super duper closed up because they may not open up for a wedding I've had times when I buy you know something and it you know I buy a whole bunch and they never even open wow oh my uh, gosh that happened to me at Trader Joe's mm-hmm. this season the peony season because mm-hmm. I try and pick a bundle mm-hmm. that's like I'm like I want this to last forever mm-hmm. so I picked one that hadn't really bloomed yet and out of well, how many are there six yeah you five or six, six stems one of them bloomed yeah and I was so pissed and I started doing all this google I'm like did I water too much did I not water enough da, da, da. and I was like how on earth did this happen there are definitely tips and tricks and things that I know like things that I know how to deal with and and you know how to put them in buckets how much water to have down in the bucket like all these things that you just learn over time or right. you teach yourself um and and which is why when people say they want to do the, their own flowers for their wedding it gives me yeah, palpitations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, like everything could be dead just because they don't have the knowledge mm-hmm. of well, what I to do. Say, I always say the week of your wedding, you're gonna have so much going on just in your mental headspace. Oh, yeah. Let, not even considering all the physical things you're gonna have Correct. to be doing. At what point in all of that are you gonna be able to one shop for, transport, care for, prep? design and deliver oh yeah all it's, while actually being the bride it's I mean insane. I'm a professional and the fact that I decided to do my own bouquets and boutonnieres and flower crowns morning of my wedding oh my gosh you're my insane. hair and makeup person was gonna murder me I was just like oh she's like you're supposed to start right now I was like oh I haven't taken a shower yet it was great because it took my mind off of things and I know what I'm doing and I knew and I right, had right, great right. people taking like people who are on my team but also are great friends did the tables and I kept it very simple because I knew if I did arrangements right. it would drive me insane because I would want to have to have my hands or eyes on each one yes. and so I was just like do garlands you guys know what you're doing pop yeah. all the flowers down just like it was just like bursting with peonies and I was gonna say like your the, wedding photos it, are hands down so it, it, I, it was thank you she's saying she I, I wouldn't have never known that you, like, hadn't taken... I mean, I'm sure you showered at some point. But, like, your dress, your flowers, your oh, face, your I'm hair. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the first thing I noticed um, for the first wedding we did together. I, I was like, oh, I know this girl. But I knew your work, but I remembered your wedding. That's I was really like, Because also the photographer of that one did Jess, your wedding, yeah. Jessica. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I was like, oh, this is so weird. My Instagram worlds are colliding, yeah. so... No, it's I'll have uh, to show you a photo later. Thank it's you. So it was good. I got married specifically a weekend when I knew certain things would be available. I, I know it's cliche, but I love a coral charm peony like nobody's business and I just had oh, that yeah. and like a bunch of kumquats and garden roses and uh, all these other fun textures and stuff and I just, you know, I knew even if I wasn't doing each table myself, which was impossible, and I'm glad mm-hmm. I didn't even see them until I walked into the wedding. Which is probably wise. Uh, yeah, that like my girls could kill it and that they were just going to do an good. amazing job and the whole thing. But yeah, even just doing the bouquets and all that day of, as a professional person who knows exactly what they're doing, I was... It was not the smartest move. I'm so glad you said that because I tried to do my own wedding too. Yeah. And I always tell 
my clients. It's so stressful. Like, take it from someone. If anyone on this planet could do it, it should be me. And I couldn't do it. I mean, I did it, but I was a total stress case. And I think, like, I if you have that. support, I think a DIY wedding, and also, like, I acknowledge because of all these factors, labor, right. flowers, all these things are expensive. Mm-hmm. And what I also tell people is, like, I couldn't afford me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like oh, straight yeah. up, mm-hmm. 100%, if I had charged what I should have charged for my own wedding had I been a you know a florist to a client no way would I have spent that on flowers like Mm -hmm. that's not but I was able to because it's my job and everything but um I think there's an amazing aspect of being able to do DIY but you have to do it really smart and you also have to have people you trust helping you like my my when my cousin got married I was only like 15 years old but my grandma who was a florist my mom who knows what she's doing and all these other people got together day of her wedding got the flowers down at the mart and did the flowers for her wedding it was very simple but it was economical Mm -hmm. and beautiful and like if you're doing it you have to be smart about it and Mm -hmm. I just it's it's even if you have the best eye in the world it's 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 also not going to necessarily look like the Pinterest pictures you're seeing because those weddings cost tens of thousands of dollars and that's just you know the the cold truth out yeah. there and it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it is truth. hard and, and you know and I wish I could say to everyone like definitely I can make this work but no <laughs> like I can't I That's can't be paying honest. for your flowers exactly I, I it's a business yeah um even with friends and stuff I used to do a lot of friends weddings and <clears throat> I I just have to be honest with people now I mean it's it's just not possible. I can give you, you know, little shaving off in certain places, but, like, I still have to pay, pay the people that work for me. I still right. have to pay. I'm not going to be able to do another wedding, especially if I'm attending your wedding and doing this that yeah. weekend. Like, it's just, you know, yeah. the, the again, the cold hard truth. So do mm-hmm. you do friends weddings um I am trying to step away okay. from that unless unless they're really honest and they're like no we want to pay you and yeah. we want to do this and and that is has been that's possible and it's really great like they just want me to do it um and that's you know obviously like really lovely that someone would like totally might work enough compliment. that they want that yeah but it's it's do you find because I, I have a pretty hard and fast rule where I won't do a friend's wedding. Yeah. Um, well, just also because... when you're coordinating, there's no way for you to step away as a guest at all. Oh, no, 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 no. It's impossible. But there's weird dynamics with a friend mm-hmm. where it's like, I have to have some hard conversations with people. And when it's a friend, or sorry, when it's not a friend, they're not that hard. Right. Because it's, you're the client. I work for you. This is the reality of the situation. Here are my three tips to help you do this. But when it's a friend those problems or situations kind of are just trickier and so to I always tell people I'm like I love you and because I love you like I'm I'm not gonna do this because I want like your our friendship means more to me than like (laughs) potentially not being friends at the end of all of this and I don't think that's as much of an issue on the floral side in general like it's definitely harder and it's hard to also when you know someone's budget and what they want and it's a friend and you can't make it work right that's, that's hard. really hard and so I'll be honest with people and I say like look like here's someone who freelances for me they're just starting their business they need to build their portfolio you know I used to be much less expensive yeah because you just there's like stepping stones that you need mm-hmm. to take and also maybe they don't know as much in terms of you know, like what flowers to put in what type of water, like those kinds of like learning things. And so you're, you're getting what you pay for in all situations. And also if there's a mutually beneficial situation where they're getting 
building their portfolio, getting to put this on their website, possibly getting into a blog. That's a huge deal. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I try to be as honest as possible with all of that sort of thing. And with friends, I think I've just learned also, like, it's easier for me to just say no. But in mm-hmm. certain situations, it works out and I'm excited and really to work with them. Yeah, yeah, and it is fun. It's fun to collaborate. It's fun to kind of come together and build something really beautiful. But um, I... I had someone who, one of my good friends, who said, and I like quote it back to him all the time, he was, there's only one person that benefits um, from the friends and family discount. And mm. that's the person getting the discount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I love that. and he told me that. And like, I don't know why it just stuck with me. And I was like, oh my God, you're yeah. so right. <laughs> I'm the only, like, yeah, I'm putting in the me. same amount of work. Uh-huh. I'm putting in the same amount of like, mental oh yeah uh, you know Energy. kind of thinking about yeah. things mm-hmm. the creativity and, side of it all of it is right there's, the there's only one person that benefits I from the that. friends and family discount wait say it one more time there's only one person who benefits from the friends and family discount and I still pass that along but like on a much smaller scale just because also if you want to be my client I want to be able to give you the amount of time and energy that I would give to any of my other clients and that's only fair for them and it's only fair for me so um, I think 100%. that's, yeah, I love that. So you said something interesting earlier that totally sparked curiosity with me. Um, you said if like friends ask you to do your wedding and it doesn't work out, you would sometimes recommend a freelancer who works for you because they need the experience and it's something they, and especially would, if they're starting their own business. Like right. I, there are a few people that work for me and they're unbelievably talented, amazing, but they, you know, are just, they're starting out in terms of like their own name and their own work. So that's interesting to mm-hmm. me. And I feel, I don't know how you, like, I have a weird thing about my business where I don't, it's not that I don't want people to work for me who want to be wedding planners, but that's kind of it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad. I'm I don't, not saying this, but I am. I mean, <laughs> I understand that a little bit. So I just, for me, I, um, I don't really want to pour in 10 years of trying to figure out how to do this to someone so that they can work for me for a year and take my 10 years of knowledge and turn around and be a wedding planner. I think I I understand that. Yeah, I guess that's my... My whole thing. I also don't generally like to hire people who've worked for other wedding planners. Nothing against other wedding planners, but I have a very specific way of doing yeah, things. Yeah, as everyone I, does. Yeah, and I kind of want someone who doesn't come in with any preconceived notions of things, and they're kind of like fresh, and I can – they're little sponges. Yeah. I'd say like – oh, sorry. Oh, no. I, and so it's just very interesting to yeah. me because I'm like, oh, that's totally opposite, and I guess I just assumed – that a florist wouldn't want to hire people who are wanting to turn around and do the same thing. But what an incredible asset you have to people because if someone uh, inquires with you and yeah. they're so below your budget, it's not, right. your, it's not like you're saying, sorry, this doesn't work for me. Best of luck. You have also value to, you could be like, you know what, this isn't really like something, but that these this person of this company yeah. might be a great fit yeah. for you. I just thought that's incredibly valuable. To, yeah, I try to pass it along. And I think the difference between like freelancing with flowers and probably with a planner, um, I think I have to take my ego out of it mm-hmm. to start 
just because you want people who have knowledge to work for you. Like, I don't want to teach someone how to cut a flower mm-hmm. day of oh, wedding and like installations. 100%. So I'd say my team is 50% people I've trained mm-hmm. um, who had absolutely no floral knowledge, but I knew that they had a good eye and they needed work. I also have, and within that little category, I have people who are just friends who need to make an extra buck and they're strong dudes who can just carry totally. candles totally. Uh, and other insert expletive uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> stuff yeah, 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 around yeah. The, the wedding venue and like clean up really fast and don't that's a huge they don't know what any flower is they don't know what anything is Mm -hmm. but like you need those people because it is so physically taxing um and then the other 50 percent is people that you know are I have met down at the mart and I like I've freelanced before even yeah what like the last time I freelanced was like a couple years ago but I don't do it very often but there are plenty of people who do all the time and you're you're learning from these other people who are doing maybe a larger scale event than you've ever been used to learning how to do installations on site and I'm happy to share that knowledge I I think it's you kind of you get back what you give and so I'm giving knowledge and experience and an opportunity to work on site without having to pay me to have like a one-on-one class right exactly and but they're getting you know and 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 they're gonna work really hard for me and then I have people who I can call on who I say like I know that you know Amanda's amazing at installations all the like and bring them in and I know what they're gonna do and I can kind of treat them almost as a team leader at an event where Mm -hmm. I don't really need to check in a ton because I mean we've done weddings that are like we did one of this huge house and there was stuff everywhere Everywhere. over acres and acres and like I had to run (laughs) (laughs) like from space to space and there were certain things I just couldn't physically have my eye on and that's always a little bit of a challenge and a little scary and it doesn't always work out but in general like it's great learning experience and you know that you want to have people that you can trust to get the job done in a way that they're kind of extending your style and totally your work. I didn't even think about that because in your industry there's certain things and I feel like Megan for your industry too there's certain things where it's like you have to know how to trim a flower yeah like you have to shooter you have to know the rule thirds or you have to know basic aperture like Megan's like I don't I don't want to be teaching you how to use your camera Yes, yeah, exactly. on the wedding day. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. How do I? Yeah. I'm okay. Just. <laughs> but yeah. So I guess I didn't even like. There's basic things that you're like. I'm not here to teach you that. Yeah. I think for wedding planning, so much of it is not a skill that you can teach. Well, and that's part of it. It's a cultivated like timelines, yes. all these things, and you don't want someone taking like your full plan mm-hmm. exactly turning yeah. around the pdfs you've created exactly and yeah. like starting their own business yeah mm-hmm. and to your point it's like well yeah there is a lot of like hard content that i've worked on but at the end of the day if you're not good at problem solving on your feet it doesn't matter if you have all my contracts all my pdfs it won't be successful so there is that element of it um yeah. but anyways it was just i i thought found that super interesting i guess i just never really thought about that and i feel like with photography too there's i mean that's how i met um kiku right is that well, how you say her name yeah um she's a second shooter of yours yeah but you like she can do her own stuff mm-hmm. and so that's really cool um, i think it's a similar dynamic mm-hmm. like yeah f- you know freelancers with you know people who own their own businesses mm-hmm. and second shooters mm-hmm. and photographers it's, definitely you know. definitely i think that's a great little tidbit for couples if you're like if you fall in love with someone and it's just there's no way to make it work yeah money wise yeah chances are they probably know someone who work with someone and there is a risk to that because the person is a little greener yeah and but 
And they may not, like, I also have a certain style that I need to kind of carry through right. for all of my events. Right. In general, because people are expecting a certain look. Uh-huh. And so if I don't deliver on what they're envisioning because their budget didn't follow through with it, which is really hard. It's hard for me to say no. We were talking about this last night. Like, I I, I'm so flattered when people are like, I want you. I love your work. I want to work with you. But then I'm just like, there is no way There's this no can way. work. In yeah. my mind, I'm just thinking like, how do I do a guest count of this size and the florals they're envisioning? And it wouldn't even be possible with a with a freelancer or someone who's greener mm-hmm. to do it. Right. But maybe they're going to say, you know, they're going to be more likely to use less expensive product than me. Right. Because that's, you know, right. just they're going to be a little bit more creative. Whereas I just at this point, I'm like, I just can't do it. I yeah. can't like have something that doesn't really align with my brand getting mm-hmm. out there. Exactly. Um, and, you know, and that doesn't, that's yeah. not to say that like every, I don't want every wedding to look the same and I'm willing to be flexible, but I, I still want it to like feel like it's, you know, me. Well, and like you said earlier, that inherently is why people contact you because they see a style that they like and they want that. So it's like, yeah. I, I, I feel like we talk about this with photography a lot. It's like, if you like light and airy, don't book the dark and moody people mm-hmm. because it's, it's just, that's, you, you have to contact and book the people that you're drawn to or else you're not going to like, it. it's not going to be a, a beneficial experience right. for anyone. Right. Yeah. Like, and you're if you're not, you're going to hate it. Again, like yeah. the, it's like the white ball thing. Like, yes, exactly. it's like with the crystals and the whole thing. <laughs> Beautiful. Exactly like, no, but like mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. and it's certainly a style. It's a style. I saw a lot of it be I was just going to say, yeah. It's, and it's, <laughs> it's what a lot of brides love. It's very classic. It's never going to be in or out of style. It's mm-hmm. just always wedding look. And that's great. And it's not me. And so, and I try to be honest. It's much easier for me to be honest with that fact and be mm-hmm. like, you know what? I just don't think I'm the right fit for you. Yeah. Than to say like, you know, oh man, I wish I could. Or I know. I, I know. like, I wish I could accommodate your vision for your price point. But totally. unfortunately it's, it's just not possible. Yeah. And like, also it's a business. I have to make money. Like, yes. Newsflash. I know. I'm not, I, you know. We were just talking about this. It's, we were like, you don't go to Target and check yeah. out and say, oh, it's yeah. $150. I was only yep. planning on spending a hundred. Yep. And the cashier's going to look at you like, I use that. Cool. <laughs> I use that all the time. And I think it's really hard in a lot of planners. You have, are super respectful and have never really, you, you try to come up with creative problem solving ways of bringing things down, but you would never be like, you need to get this to me, this girl for free. And, but we were oh, you, literally just talking but about But people this, yeah. do that do all that. the time, all the time. And sometimes I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. It's going to be in some, sh- you know, magazine or whatever. Sure. Happy to be a little flexible on things. But like in general, I don't want to do that because I don't think it respects the clients who are playing, paying full price. Like, it doesn't. It's That's not respectful to florists who, and you know, and I understand again, like people starting a business and, and Mm -hmm. their margins may be different than mine. Like I'm currently, my husband and I just bought a house and like, I'm about to build out a full blown floral studio (gasps) with like walking cooler, all this stuff. Cause I've been renting down in downtown LA at the flower mart, which is great, but like, you know, it's not a personalized space at all. Totally. And so this like, you know, that doesn't, money doesn't grow on trees. This thing isn't like poof. (laughs) it's just gonna appear I don't have a fairy godmother and like (laughs) in order to be able to you know keep it going and pay taxes and like Mm -hmm. have a life you know it's and I think there's an element of establishing yourself as a a professional who isn't just doing this as a hobby or I don't again I feel like this is a photography thing where it's like 
oh, I'm, I just had two kids and I bought a DSLR. Yeah. And I'm going to take pictures of my family and then I'm going to charge people $100 to take pictures of their kids. Right. That's, that's fine. But you're, if you're going to treat this as a business, by doing that model, you're also not respecting the industry. You're not respecting the industry and you're not really, res- I mean, you're not respecting yourself to a certain point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also, I, I try to be, when I get frustrated about that kind of thing and someone will come back and say like, your proposal was 10,000 more dollars than this other person. And like, what can you do about that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you're like, I'm sorry, I, I, is my proposal. No, and, yeah, and, and, and I, you know, I used to kind of get frustrated, and now I'm like, you know what, we just weren't, I wasn't the right fit. And again, maybe this person is going to use standard roses instead of garden roses. They're going to use, you know, they're not going to have eight different types of foliage in right. their arrangements. They're not going to necessarily use, like, fruit and other weird stuff and, like, go to nurseries and mm-hmm. see what's out there. And that's fine. There needs to be a person for each exactly. bride, exactly. and that's totally great. And I respect that as long as, like, they're in turn respecting themselves because it makes people who charge more look bad. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, there are people who are much more established than me that, like, yeah. you know, they're charging $100,000 for something that... Yeah, uh, it's all a sliding it's, scale. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the case with any business. And it's, but it's like, don't walk in, you know, like you said, Target. But I'm like, you wouldn't walk in, sure, I love Prada. Cool. I, it's, their clothes are beautiful. That's a great example. Like, I like flowers. They put flowers on all their stuff. I'm not going to walk into Prada and say, oh, I really love this, but, you know, I only have $200 for this dress. And you just, yeah, <laughs> you're not going to do that. If so, you're like me, you just don't ever go to yeah, Prada. Yeah, <laughs> and so my advice to brides is like, you know, and that's why I do try to have an answer for people who necess- who can't necessarily afford me. For someone that who's going to be great and they're going to do a beautiful, creative mm-hmm. job, they're also respecting themselves and the industry and like yeah. going to make a profit um, because they're not just here doing a cute little hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that. That, that, that. But that can fulfill the bride's needs yeah. and and I you know because I get it again. Like I said, I couldn't have afforded me for totally. my own wedding. My what like what I would have had to charge for all those peonies to be dripping on every table totally. would have been bananas. It was would have been like half my wedding budget. So true. <laughs> not, no say, joke. I like we had Mexican one. food. Like it was, we, it was in my parents' backyard. It was lovely, but That's it was. your parents' backyard? The ceremony was at our, my parents' neighbors across cute. the street, which is, they're lovely. And they opened up like their yard. That's and so they're cute. Loveliest people. My parents have lived in their house for 30 six years wow so and then the backyard the party was in my parents backyard like cocktail party in the front party in the back so cute it was great I feel like we just did a deep dive on business (laughs) advice as well which is really awesome because I think initially when I was thinking about talking to you for this I was just like I just love her style she has the greatest style so I thought we I'm like we're just gonna talk yeah we didn't even we talked about my name and money (laughs) but that's incredible I think any small business owner or someone who's thinking about entering into entrepreneurship this they have to hear this because everything you said is so spot on um Mm -hmm. I'm just dying to know Uh uh-huh I know you mentioned garden roses Uh what's your top three favorite flowers Mm-hmm. And maybe describe them again because we're not visual. Okay. Because if you said the name like yesterday, so, yeah. you're like, this is delphinium. I yeah. was like, okay, I'm going to remember what delphinium looks like. So, I mean, this is – my answer changes every five minutes. Um, <laughs> I love, all right, uh, right now. <laughs> right now. Um, I think I'll go back to like what my all-time favorites are. So okay. we'll take garden roses out of 
the play because everyone likes garden roses and same with peonies like yeah I love a peony especially like I love the tree peonies with the big open yellow centers like the Claire de Lune and the Coral Charm are just like I just (laughs) I just did like a little weird gesture where like kissed my like the little Italian thing um uh so we're gonna take those out because everyone knows what that is and everyone likes them um I love sweet peas (gasps) which are just I mean how do we even describe a sweet pea it's just like little tiny petal bundles um, on a, I don't know the smell. We'll there's put like them on something. The Instagram. The yeah. week we do your episode, we'll we'll like put the pictures up for people. I use them as like a texture slash like gesture flower because they add shape. They always are a little bit different. Sometimes it's like a straight up little spindle. Sometimes it curves and does all these weird things. So it they're always adds delicate, like they're okay. very delicate. They come in all these beautiful colors. Um, a couple years ago, the big trend was the brown yes. sweet pea, which are dyed. You, I learned that the hard way by getting yes. brown dye all the way down a well, beautiful wait. linen dress. When, um, we went, when we went to the flower mart, yeah. I think I got dyed. Yes, uh, I think you did. Yeah, you got the brown ones. I got the brown ones. I yeah. love them. There's like and the colors of them. The dyed thing is big right now, but just mm-hmm. sweet peas in general like naturally come in tons of different colors, yeah. and they just add like a, a really lovely softness to yeah. arrangements. And so I think that, and also the scent of them. There's something from my childhood that really mm. like is there for me. Um, another that I really love. Mm. Um, I love butterfly ranunculus, which I love all ranunculus. Wait, are those the ones you had last night? Yes, the little, no, the yellow ones. Like yeah. The, yeah. So they almost, oh, so they're like, were. they just have like these tiny little spindly flowers at the top. Um, I don't know how to describe them. They're like single petal going all the way around. They mm-hmm. come in whites and blush and then there's this really pretty yellow, um, a beautiful red and they have like a variation of color on the petal that I really love. Like it moves from like those ones were like amber to yellow. Yes. It was so Um, cool. I like things that have variation of color on one petal, which is how a sweet pea often is too. Like it's not just all blue, like kind of it's different shades of blue or different shades of purple or whatever. Um, And then final favorite flower currently. Mm, I love... Oh, this is so hard. There are just so many. <laughs> like I'm like like I was thinking, I'm taking like all, a test. I was like, this is either gonna be super easy for her, or it's gonna be so hard. No, I have so many. Um, I you can have two. You don't have to have three. No, I mean I do. I don't. Um, my brain is just drawing a blank too. Okay. I mean, not actually a blank, but no, I know. just do all you have the a things. Flower? Yes. Again, what of is that? Of course you do. No, I do, but I feel like it's so lame. <laughs> no. It's no, I just your personal preference. I just love red roses so I mean, much. They're so do you? Classic They're so fragrant. So I don't know. Feels lame only because you guys are talking. Which I actually also love being unique and different. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it, it even though it's my favorite flower, I still didn't even use it in my wedding because I was like, no, that's too like normal and boring. <laughs> um, so I didn't use it, but like, I just think the cut, like a bright red rose or like a darker red rose and just the smell. Yeah. I just, I never get, I, it never nothing, gets tired. I mean, and that's why I'm like, I think I'm going to go back. Like, I just, I love garden roses. Mm-hmm. I just, I love them. Mm-hmm. Like I just can't get enough of them. And that's also something I think brides, and I'm sure you encounter this a lot, especially Emily, either want to really go with a trend or don't want to go with a trend. And I think like trends aside, you just really need to do what you like Mm -hmm. at your wedding. Like it should feel like you. I think it's interesting when people want makeup, a dress, 
flowers, all these things that have no reflection in their day-to-day life. Like, I really like people to show me art that they like. Yeah. And... I do that too. Colors Mm -hmm. of walls in their homes. And that kind Mm -hmm. of thing is, like, something to draw from beyond just like a Pinterest board and and totally. I don't I don't like to recreate arrangements and so I think like like you know if you love red roses put them in your wedding flowers yeah. and like and find someone who does that really beautifully mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't know I think I really want things to really reflect a client and types well, of flowers I think that they the really like time I was assuming I don't know why I thought this but I was thinking that you know all I could have was the bundle of red roses right. And that was a thing that looked really typical to me right. that I didn't want. Yeah. So I didn't do didn't that. Like the shape. Yes. Of it. I hate the circle thing. Yes. And so I think I didn't flowers. even see mm. that I ha- would have had the option to have roses in something else. And like along with other textures, like you're mm-hmm. adding in other right. things. And I don't know. You know what I saw once? I forget what florist did it, but um, they, it, they, the client wanted a lot of the more traditional roses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those things where they were pretty tight and she did this thing where she like massaged them mm-hmm. and then blew on them mm-hmm. and they kind of like naturally can, opened a bit. You can do that with standard roses and with peonies actually. Really? And kind of like pop them out. So I guess for me, I always felt like I had to treat flowers like they were going to break at any second, mm-hmm. like so delicately. And the more I would watch florists I work with, they're like manhandling these things. And I'm oh, like, I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I mean, and that's the reality of like flowers in general. Everyone's like so concerned. And I guess I did talk about like the, that they can die right. and that can happen. But in but general, like we're, we're just how they die. You're just yeah. It, you and I've seen you like we've done some yeah. cool installs yeah. together. And there's this one we did in Long Beach, and it was this like high thing. And you're just like. Shoving things, shoving things into there. chicken like, wire. I know. I'm like, oh, if that were me, I'd be like, please go, please go. Don't <laughs> well, there's a time element, and I think that's also what's oh, that's hard about true. weddings is like, mm-hmm. you only have two hours to create something crazy from scratch so on site with live things, and that's also why it costs money. Like, yeah. I just, you know, it, it's so funny. People, it, and and. I think education is really important for people in the industry as well as brides in general. Oh, 100%. And I think, I mean, obviously that's why you guys are doing this podcast and it's a great resource for so many people and, you know, it's helpful to kind of get people's eyes open to what the realities mm -hmm. of things are. I feel like florals is one of those things that I know the least about. Mm -hmm. Just Most people do. uh, Yeah, I just, I send imagery and when I'm looking at a floral proposal, I'm looking to make sure... The count of mother corsages right. is the right count, right. and the t- I'm not. To be honest, I'm not even reading the description, right? Because that's not really my. I mean, maybe I should be. I don't know, but like, it's not your wheel. As long as the client and the florist are thumbs up, yep. I'm just making sure the numbers add up. And so, yeah, I have no idea what goes on. Oh yeah, and I had the opportunity to help um, one of my uh, girlfriends, Val. She had right. she's Val Val Gerardo. Yes. Yeah, I think that's I'm all tongue-tied right now. Um, she had put a thing out. She had a wedding at Occidental, and she just needed um, some extra hands to literally just, like, prep carry buckets stuff, or whatever yeah. and carry stuff. She's all – one of her team members was sick or something, and um, she had posted on Instagram, and I, I didn't have a wedding the next day. She's the homie. I was like, oh, my gosh. I live right, I live right down from Occidental. I should help out. Total, I literally went into it thinking I'm just going to help a friend out, which is what I did. But I learned so much. And how much did your body hurt the next day? 
Well, I'm not going to lie. I didn't do oh, okay. nearly as much <laughs> like, as she did. Um, and it wasn't a crazy yeah, wedding. Yeah. But, like, the amount of time her and I spent styling the fountain. Mm-hmm. And she, homegirls in the fountain, getting soaked, getting the perfect mm-hmm. thing. And I was just like, this is so much more work. Mm-hmm. And I had stepped in for a fraction of mm-hmm. it. It was insane. Yeah. So... It's- it's a, it takes a village. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's crazy. <clears throat> well, no one asked, but I have a favorite flower. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like, what is your favorite flower? So my wedding was all garden roses and yeah. peonies. Yeah. I'm so basic. No, um, I mean, me too. But I loved them. Um, and, but my favorite flower, the one I'm constantly trying to put in my garden, I'm drawn to it. I want tattoos of it. Um, California poppies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. love really they, are, they look like paper to me too. they, they look do. like crepe paper i love how tall and thin they are and when they they like because i used to grow them in my yeah. backyard they would like kind of tilt mm-hmm. different i just i love them so they're much. they're one of the ones that's really tough because a lot of people want them especially now that everyone's trying to go like water wise in california and everything oh. they don't work <laughs> at all interesting um other like Icelandic poppies. That was actually what I was going to say is my other favorite flower. Wait, what's the difference between Icelandic poppies? Icelandic, they're bigger and they have even more papery petals. So that might even Maybe have been that's what, what I And they want. have the yellow center. Yeah. Um, and kind of the fuzzy stem. The fuzzy stem. And we, we used I... them in Allie's wedding. We did. So those are Icelandic poppies, which I my bad. adore. So wait, then what's a California California poppy? poppies are like... They are teeny tiny. They are orange, and they are they're really smooth. Oh, it's a state flower. Ha- mm-hmm. it's a state <laughs> oh, yeah. that's no, why when you said that, I was like, oh, really? That's your favorite flower? I mean, I, I love just thought it was interesting. Cal- I love them yeah. too. Isn't that kind of low key a weed? Yeah, I mean, yes, it's it's a native. Like it's it it's, just that's what it grows the people freak out over the mm-hmm. the, um, the yeah. orange hills. Yes. And they, yes, well, and what I was gonna say, I don't know if it's the same with the Icelandic poppy, but like the California poppy, it literally like. It like comes alive to the sun, yeah. and then it will like yep, close up. go away same with, same when the, the night too. comes. And mm-hmm. so then, when you said that, I was gonna be like, if you ever use that in a bouquet, is that like impacted? Like, does it like the Icelandics? I mean, they kind of, once they're open in general, they'll kind of stay, stay open. open. Um, there's like a little bit of movement, mm-hmm. not as much as there are with some other flowers, but they they generally stay pretty open. Like they might like kind of fall, but mm-hmm. they're not gonna like close completely close up. back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're a tough one too because their life like their lifeline is it's they're short. It mm-hmm. is like you and have a very short window. And if to there's get a those. lot of heat, they get sad yep. fast. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but they're, they're special. And they're another one where it's like, you know, I had a freelancer working with me, and I realized he wasn't, like, I had to show him you need to burn the bottoms of them because this weird sap comes out. Like, all what? these interesting, wow. like, little tricks that just, you know, people don't know. Yeah. Um, I love a poppy, too. Poppies are. And they I just come them. in so many beautiful colors, like I, the coral and I the white. I love the and colors. The, I love the, the texture. Orange. There's something about, like, a the shape of them mm-hmm. that I love, mm-hmm. which is also what I love about the sweet peas. Mm-hmm. It's similar, but totally different. Anyways, I just, I wanted to share. I mean, I like all, that's why it's hard for me. It's much easier for me to answer what I don't like and. Oh, what do you hate? hate. What's your least favorite flower? (sighs) I hate status. Which grows in a lot of gardens. So in, in, I hate it. I hate it. It's S T A T T I C E. Oh, it's yeah, <laughs> different different spelling. Yeah. Um, it is like it looks like a purple under the sea product. It looks like it's dried. You see it a lot dried. 
Um, I have yet to incorporate it into an arrangement where I enjoy it. Mostly because I've never tried to incorporate it into an arrangement because I hate it. Um, But it's in a lot of gardens. It's fine. You just don't like it. I'm not a purple girl either. So I think like I really have to like love the whole thing to want to do some purple in there. Um, Purple is not my color. I'm like a coral yellow Okay. Oh, yeah, no, we haven't done anything. The closest was Erica's wedding. Mm -hmm. And there's some purples in this one coming up, Oh, yeah, there are, there are, but... I like them mixed in. Yeah. If someone's like, I want a fully purple wedding, that's also a situation where I might be like, hmm. Not for me. Someone else might really love to do this. Interesting. I'm not a purple person. I had a year once where I just had, like, four purple weddings, and it was like, I haven't had one since. Sometimes they can be really beautiful, and it's like how you mix the colors, how it actually works, and they can be really cool, but it's a little bit more challenging. Like, I did a, yeah, it's, yeah. Interesting. Know. I uh-huh. kind of I was shocked you had a least fave. Status, I don't like stock, which a lot of florists use as like filler. St- I've never used it. I don't like um, stock it just feels it and I it has its time and its place and it's yeah. great and a lot of people use it. I just I'm not a big filler girl. Yeah. I like a lot of cool stuff in there and so I'm not gonna put something in that I'm just like, why would I put this in here? Totally. I'd rather totally. have it be empty than yeah. Ooh, filled wow. with things that are, you know, just in to create more flowers right 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 well, i don't like the shape of them they look mm-hmm. like a thin yeah. cone mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. i don't know yeah um but to all those people that love them yeah that's great yes all it takes all kinds yes. to make the world <laughs> go around um what would be we ask every vendor mm-hmm. this um what would be your best like if you could synopsis like a one-line best advice to brides what would that be? And I and when we interviewed Rainy, I I was like, it yeah. doesn't have to be rentals related. Yeah. Um, I think it could be floral related. I or think not. something that I kind of touched on briefly before, um, budget and all that stuff aside, because right. I have a lot. Obviously, I yeah. kind of gave some advice, and that's on kind things. of across the board. Right. I would say for totally anything. Um, I think like going back to your own home and your own space and the things that you like, the clothes you like to wear the things that make you happy and bringing that into your wedding. Like don't, don't go outside of who you are Mm -hmm. because it won't feel like you. And I think like the thing that I love when I look at my wedding, I'm like the dress I wore, I would wear that every day if Mm -hmm. I could. Like it was fun and like it was, I I wanted to feel like me. I barely wore any makeup. Like the person was like, do you want to put more? I was like, nope. I want to look like myself. Like I, you know, and like, and not that you need to do that. And it's great to feel really special on your wedding day. But like, in terms of just flowers or design in general, you want it to feel like you and your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's something that I try to help people move into. Like, if I, you know, if I'm meeting with someone and I'm saying they have this great personal style, like, how can we bring that into what you are yes. doing? Like, when we worked with just, Erica, oh, she, Erica, she and I both showed up to our first meeting in, like, these crazy high-waisted floral pants. Yes. And I was like, this girl is my girl. I know. And that's why when I yeah. her, I was like, pinky needs to be your florist. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> she was down for just all the cool mm-hmm. stuff. She was like, sure, put dates in my flowers. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. And I think, like, kind of making it feel like it's you. And if I meet someone and they're, like, neat and tidy and not wearing a lot of color like how do we make your neutrals look really cool and mm-hmm. look like it's you and like it would make sense but still being but you still and doing yeah. a rainbow wedding when yeah. that obviously isn't you right well, i was just thinking our meeting last night yeah we were both pulling our pieces and our bride literally was like 
these are my favorite colors. Yeah. This is my, what, what did she say? She was like, uh, all the jewel tones are, yeah. and, and her partner's favorite color is gray. Yeah. They couldn't be more opposite. No, and she likes pomegranates and he likes and artichokes. He likes they artichokes. were both in there. Did and then I there was such thing as a flowering artichoke? Yes, I do. <gasps> Because, number one, artichokes so cool. are my favorite food. Oh, I know, it's super oh, weird. No, no, no. I'm going to bring you some artichokes. No, the We're going to put them in a flower arrangement. The groom. Yeah. It's his favorite food. Favorite food, artichokes. Well, I have never heard anyone else say that in my entire Me life. Me neither. So and, and lo and behold, Pinky just felt called to put them in I was just artichoke. like, you know what? I, these are weird. No, Let's put them in. That is so amazing. And my one of my dear, dear friends, she had an artichoke plant. And basically, if you wait yeah, long enough. If you let it go. If you don't eat them. They flower That's and they're beautiful. That's and purple. she made me a bouquet oh. from her garden with a flowering artichoke so in it. Cool. And I was just like, it was so sweet. And it was really funny, actually, because in my small group at my church, they were trying to do like a icebreaker questions. So they're yeah. like, if you could ask what what kind of fruit or vegetable you'd be like, let us know <laughs> and why. And so I was what like, a funny question. That is a- like, this is literally like 10 years ago. Oh, and I was like, funny. I would be an artichoke because the best part is the heart and that's what I said and then I told my husband that I don't know maybe like a year ago and he goes and they're a little prickly on the outside (laughs) hard to peel away and I was like I cannot even argue with you that is amazing (laughs) anyway I love artichokes artichokes have a special place in my heart yeah it's really Now we know. Next, your second wedding for your for your vow renewal. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. you some artichokes. Or just now I'm going to do that for your birthday every year. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, and also I'm obsessed. Yeah. Well, work, I, the only place I could get them is probably the flower mart, huh? I mean, or like knock on people's do- doors who have like, I don't know, there's <laughs> a community. Amazing. I just moved up to Altadena, which is where I grew up. And there's this beautiful community garden. And I'm like, Ooh. I wandered up there the other day and I was like, what do I have access to? What and is this? Like, like how maybe you, maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe a florist shouldn't be allowed to like walk in there. So I'll just be like, oh, whoops, like bring my basket and start cutting. Well, stuff if they know it. your past, I mean, you know, I know that they've been following my red Volkswagen around. Like, who is this crazy girl? What are those? Um, what are those? Is it pompous? Pam- pampas grass. Pampas grass. Mm-hmm. I had a florist friend who she, oh, we, had yeah. a, we had a big wedding where my bride wanted the whole pampas grass like background. And bless her heart oh, driving yeah. through her community chopping yep. down from because oh, yeah. she we we were short like well also months. like they cost four dollars each at the flower mart so, so if you <laughs> you're trying to make a whole altar out of it it's yeah. gonna cost like six thousand yeah. dollars just for that I, so true crazy. so true yeah, anyways no. i think that's great advice yeah i think that's something that i th- it, it applies to flowers yeah, 100%. It applies to anything though i think it applies to Bundles. the way you dress the way you live your life the way yeah. every like beyond the wedding too yeah. i think it's something that like when you live or when we live in this world now where you're just looking at other people's pictures 90% of right. the time i feel like especially the younger i mean we're all the same age but like the people coming up the young people i should say coming up don't have as strong a sense of self as like really we did who we grew up you know playing imaginary games and riding our bikes and I used to climb into my tree and just like literally imagine scenarios that is like exactly what I did yeah too. we had maybe that's houses, why we hit it off probably yeah mm-hmm. um and you were just playing outside mm-hmm. all day and we weren't looking and I remember the only time I was watching tv was literally Saturday morning mm-hmm. cartoons mm-hmm. and now people are spending so much time you're even if you're a bride, you're on Pinterest looking at other people's weddings. Mm-hmm. You're looking at other people's Instagrams. 
and you start to lose who you are and yeah. you're, or, or, or not lose. You just don't know. Which is fine too. And that's also why you hire someone like you or like right. me who has a lot of ideas and can create a vision from yeah. something. But like, it's much more helpful for me for someone to send yeah. me five pieces of art that they like and a dress that they really like yes. Yes. than for them to send me their Pinterest board with 900 arrangements mm-hmm. that, that are almost inherently different. Yeah. Yeah. They never go together. They never go together. <laughs> like, what yeah. are, how is you this? Have 12 different weddings wedding? represented. Yeah. 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 And maybe there's like so, some photo that they, some aspect of the photo that they really like that right. they didn't even realize these other things. But because it's what we're looking at all the time and we're like inundated by Yeah. This. But it, but you see that enough. Yeah. I see that enough to be like, okay, there's a trend here. Yeah. People aren't sure of who they are yet. And yeah, it's not yeah. bad. No, But it not is an all. interesting trend that I'm seeing. And I, I'm guessing, I think it's social media. Yeah. Or it's like, it makes sense. You're not, I remember shopping was like a very artistic experience. Yeah. And now you could just look through and if a fashion blogger has an outfit, chances are they've linked it and you look you at it. You go buy it. She looks cute in it. I'm going to swipe up and buy it as oh opposed to like, what a world. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so um, but it's like, I can't tell you how many times I've purchased things that way. Yeah. It comes to my house and I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Like, this isn't me. Yeah. As opposed to the old fashioned way of like, mm-hmm. I used to go thrifting all the time and well, repurposing. As the girl who named herself, I knew what I liked from my, like, <laughs> I was just like very much myself. All like, like, just, like, I don't care if her name's Lark. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm changing my name. Right. I need like, I don't know. It's pretty funny. That's but. hilarious. Um, well, thank you oh, so thank much you for, for having me. I feel like I just was like blabbing and no. blabbing. So. Oh my gosh. No. I appreciate this it. This was so, so great. So thank fun. you. Um, where can people find you? How do they get in touch with you? Okay. Uh, Lark Farnham Design is my uh, business name. Website is Lark Farnham, which is hard to spell, but I'm sure we'll have links. Yep. In the we'll description, we'll put links uh, and all that. My Instagram is Lark Farnham Design. Uh, oh, I think I have a Twitter. Did I've never I tag used it. the right thing yesterday? I think you tagged my personal, which oh, is shoot. fine. So we're, sorry. We are, it's okay. We're friends as well as I colleagues. I know. It's so confusing. It's, okay. I'm glad we did this because I probably would have just, put pinky. I was not offended in <laughs> okay. any way. Okay. Uh, so Lark Farnham. Lark Farnham Designs. Designs on Instagram. Instagram. Okay. And then LarkFarnham.com, website, all that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, in the busy wedding season, as I'm sure everyone kind mm-hmm. of can relate to, it's best to... Yeah. Well, how early should people get in touch with you if they're interested in booking? I mean, I have booked weddings a year and a half in advance and two months in advance. Oh, and, and that's doable. And some, I mean, Depends. sometimes it's almost easy to do a last minute, like especially when they're really into my aesthetic and they are fully trusting. They're I think like, that's just the do thing. It. Just yeah. Do it. And my favorite... Client is the client that trusts me. They give right. me some ideas, and then they're like, "Have a great time. See you at the wedding." Like, mm-hmm. do the artistic thing that I'm paying you to do, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to recreating this one thing on Pinterest. That's cool. not my vibe. So, so if you're getting married in December and you don't have a florist uh, yet, please don't. I am fully oh, booked for the kidding. rest of the year. Oh, oh, that's exciting. I mean, just because I think I'm gonna lose my mind. No, if that's I, oh, yeah. That's bad. I have every every weekend mid-September oh, wow. through mid-December. Um, That's insane. Is so, but 2020. Yeah. 2020. Get on it, 2020. Get if on you it, want, If you want a kooky, <laughs> maximalist, uh, artful florist. If you want artichokes and 
and come if, quats yeah. in your and don't be alarmed <laughs> that when I meet with you uh, I'm six foot one people are always like what who are you I'm just like this huge I love person that you are so tall and you wear the brightest clothes oh yeah I'm not trying I mean I can't hide so I know why would well, I you know what I feel like a lot of women who are tall they try mm-hmm. and like I'm also like you told me to slouch, and I'm like having such a hard time because I'm I'm tall. I know. And I think the slouching first time over I the met mic. you too, I was like, you walked in and you had lime green and hot pink pants on. Sounds right. And you walked in, and I was like, oh my god, I was like looking up to the ceiling. I was like, she is a presence. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to do it. Like, I, I had it. no choice in the matter. You're like, just I'm may tall. as well embrace it. My name is Pinky. I'm going to be wearing neon. So yeah. deal with it. Yeah, get over <laughs> it. If you if you don't like my vibe, that's fine. I love it. Congrats. Like, that's... I'm, I love you know, it. Anyway. Uh, well, well, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate you. you having me on, and it's been really fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll link all her stuff in the episode notes. And um, if you guys have questions yeah. for Pinky, you can Send always me DM email us. me. Yeah, email whatever, and we'll try and get those answered for you guys. Yeah. So thanks. Um, it's been a pleasure. Do you want to tell people how to find us? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is located <laughs> at the Wedding Therapy Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and you can email us at weddingtherapypodcast at gmail.com. Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> Bye. Bye.